Tea of Podcast by Lipgood, connected health and wellness platform brought to you by Deepod Labs. My name is Usha Ragunandan and I am in conversation with Anita Karthik, consultant nutritionist and a certified diabetes educator. Hello Anita, how are you doing? Hi Usha, I am doing good. How about uh, from your end? Yeah, I am good. Thank you. Uh, you said you have started going to the clinic. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, pretty, uh, you know, oh, I mean, continuously, no, no, only for a couple of weeks, uh, we had to shut down because of, uh, you know, the situation around. So okay. now we are doing good. So how are things? I mean, uh, you get a lot of patients. Yeah, yeah, it is like floating, uh, you know, patients. Uh, we have one day it's a little dull. The other day it's more it's balancing actually in a week and an average we are getting uh, the, like our previous practice only it's going good with lot and, of at least emotion and lot of negativity around yeah that's true uh, do all of them uh, follow the safety measures i mean people who are yeah, yeah, that is uh, that, that is what uh, we first uh, you know take because uh, we don't know who is uh, asymptomatic and who is carrier now even from right. their end and from our end. So it's better to take uh, the precautionary measures from uh, both the ends. Even right. for them, we don't know because many asymptomatic patients are getting uh, you know, uh, tested positive now uh, around. So I have a question for you before we get started. Uh, yeah. As the uh, restrictions on the movement of people is uh, gradually being lifted, uh, mm. We see that uh, more and more people are stepping out of their homes and sadly some of them are not following the safety measures, for instance, wearing masks and I mean, if they are wearing it, they are not wearing it properly, properly. and uh, they are not uh, maintaining the safe physical distance. Now, uh, that would make uh, most of us anxious because uh, those who are uh, following the safety measures diligently uh, because we don't want to fall sick or we don't want to infect others. But exactly. um, some of these people, they seem to think that they are invincible, that they cannot get infected. Now, what would you uh, like to advise those who think that it is all right not to follow these safety measures? No, no. See, uh, from the present scientific evidences, what uh, we are getting, so the no. only remedy is the precaution for the COVID-19 to, you know, avoid it. Because as such, there is no vaccination, you know, um, uh, is proved and no uh, proper, uh, you know, drug therapy has come out. The only thing is precautionary, that is wearing the mask wherever it is mandatory, like in the public places at least. And when the gatherings are more than uh, 10 to 15 people, and when you are going for the grocery buying or a shopping, it's a mandatory. And if you are, uh, you know, attending some clinical visits, it is must to wear a mask. And the distance of, uh, you know, oh, six meters at least from one person to another, because even the asymptomatic person may the carrier person for COVID-19. So it is a must. And the frequency of sanitizing your hands that is an important thing because whenever we touch something maybe that portion of 
the particular uh, you know thing could be with uh, you know co virus uh, inflamed so right, if, if you are watching surface of any take door uh, you know handles or uh, the grills where we are touching all this could be uh, with the virus infection so if you sanitize yourself frequently at least you are avoiding getting infected and you will become a responsible per- person not to infect the other also others also so you will right. you are you are safeguarding yourself and you you are becoming responsible not spreading the others so that's the only way where uh, we can uh, you know get away from this covid 19 at least for another uh, you know few months you have to take care of all these precautionary measures right okay Uh, so in our uh, previous episode uh, we had uh, discussed uh, about few basic facts relating to consumption of coffee uh, we discussed yeah. uh, whether it's good good or bad for health and then uh, the factors that we need to consider while choosing between black coffee and regular coffee and exactly. uh, the number of cups in a day cups. maximum uh, limit yeah now, uh, taking our uh, discussion forward to a layman the difference between uh, black coffee and regular coffee uh, lies in its color and probably its taste now yeah. as a nutritionist what other differences can you list yeah sure uh, usha so last week we had a very good uh, time with uh, uh, you know coffee discussion so i'm yeah. happy to take it forward uh, basically uh, when uh, when we think of uh, the coffees we generally get uh, you know it's a you know it's uh, high uh, decoction coffee or a light coffee generally that's how we uh, you know term coffee as such okay. but actually when we talk lot of uh, you know scientific uh, uh, revolution is going around the coffee so there are mainly two basic types we can categorize that is white coffee and the black coffee so with your knowledge usha what do you think of uh, white coffee means and the black coffee means how do you, how um, do you you know differentiate that so, i mean black general whatever is, uh, hmm yes uh, black coffee is just the uh, uh, the brewed decoction right without okay. adding milk okay and uh, i think white coffee is uh, when you add milk to it that's okay. my understanding so that is the understanding generally that's how all of us i mean generally we understand actually yes. from the scientific point of view basically mm. the difference we can make between white and uh, black coffee is the roasting period the roasting period and the temperature which is been uh, you know used for the roasting of the coffee beans that's how we differentiate between the white and the black coffee so okay. we, if i have to highlight the white coffees are generally roasted with a minimum temperature and with a short duration so that all the phenol uh, chemicals that is phytochemicals we call it as from the plant bodies which gives us lot of antioxidant properties to the coffee so that will be retained in a white coffee because it is not exposed to very high temperature and it is roasted for a short period so that okay coffee powder what we make is the white coffee so that because of less roasting it will be milder brownish in color after the process so okay. when you make the coffee out of that the brew 
out of that generally you get a light brown decoction compared to okay. the black coffee so if i have to tell similarly with the black explanation of the black coffee it is just opposite to that the black coffee beans are roasted to the very high temperature with a long duration so exposure of the beans uh, to the temperature will be very high so that the phytochemicals in them that is the caffeine and chlorogenic acid which is supposed to be the most important ingredient the healthy ingredients in them will be diminished it is not completely destroyed but it will be diminished so even after roasting the beans becomes very fragile like you know the when density of the beans becomes very light compared to the white coffee be- coffee beans so that's how it has been differentiated actually so when okay. uh, when we go to the cafe coffee day in the uh, the higher uh, you know coffee bars people will think that uh, uh, they may sometimes they use this white coffee powder to get that creamish uh, you know the color of uh, the coffee actually sometimes right. they skip adding you know cream and uh, the additives like milk and the creams they right. they might use this white coffee powder to get the you know that coloring of the coffee oh, okay. so this is a major difference between the white and black coffee of course the black coffee as you said explain the second point would be without milk without the additives you know the addition of milk is a black coffee but the white coffee when you make a coffee the uh, consumption of milk will be reduced because of its natural uh, you know light color decoction what we get out of the brew so that right. that's the main difference between uh, the black coffee and the white coffee scientifically okay so having explained the difference between the two varieties of coffee what would your recommendation be from health point of view okay so as i uh, said in my the explain previous explanation uh, from the health point of view uh, if you consider the white coffees will have a nutty flavor and it has a, a natural uh, healthy chemicals which are good for your body uh, because it's been exposed to less temperature and for the shorter time so get to get the maximum out of the coffee it is better to go for the white coffee but the people who wants that uh, you know uh, little aromatic uh, flavor you can opt for the black coffee because black okay. coffee will also have a natural uh, phytochemicals but compared to white it is less and when uh, the roasting process is increased with temperature and the the time the acidic levels of the coffee also increases with the roasting so people who are inclined for an uh, acidity uh, maybe they can uh, you know reduce and as i said in my the second episode people who want a very good sleep the black coffee has to be avoided in the evenings right so the number especially of people uh, sorry sorry to cut you yeah 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 you can tell me yeah. you can you, you uh, can uh, continue sha something okay people to... uh, yeah people who have this problem of insomnia they have insomnia. to avoid uh, yes okay generally right. the uh, it, it it really leads to a lesser uh, uh, you know 
sleep as you uh, drink late evenings like 7 or 8 o'clock okay. and of course uh, the black coffee do have certain uh, you know uh, benefits for the weight watchers because as right. we have explained last time it has a zero caloric uh, it calorie content wise it is zero and uh, right. it is generally uh, you know it gives that aromatic the energetic levels just if you have uh, before going for a gym or you know exercise pattern if you take just a black coffee you get that uh, energy to do the exercises better so okay. the weight watchers can prefer black coffee in the mornings and as such from the recommendation point of view each coffee has got its own benefits and uh, advantages and disadvantages so i would recommend any coffee i mean uh, according to your health conditions you can limit 4 to 5 maximum in a day either uh, the white coffee or a black coffee depending on your taste your uh, health conditions so as okay. we said the pregnant ladies lactating mothers and people with the bp fluctuations they have to be little careful on this you know consumption of coffee okay uh, generally it's a uh, practice that uh... we don't offer coffee to kids i mean ha 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 until they uh, reach maybe a 15 16 years so yeah. uh, what is the connection between you know the age and uh, you know consumption of coffee yeah generally speaking uh, the immunity levels at the digestive system and the other body processes of children are not very stable like adults okay okay so Uh, these stimulants the coffee uh, caffeine in the coffee is a stimulant basically you know so okay. that stimulation in children is not advisable uh, to increase so that is a one uh, it it comes in the neuro you know transmission way the caffeine comes in the neurotransmission pathway so generally okay. that is one main reason why and it becomes a addiction also for the children you know so right. see you just uh, when we started uh, uh, taking coffee around 17 18 years so now also without a coffee the day will not start for us as i said the last uh, you know episode yes, yes. so it it yes. is an addictive also so right. generally the uh, chemicals which which has the nature of addiction it is better to avoid with the kids yes the later And, uh, we start it's better for us better and we have a better option for their growth like milk uh, the protein which is uh, you know requirement protein and calcium which is required very much for the uh, kids so better to go with the milk at least for the till 16 years right right uh, okay and uh, in this traditional south indian coffee uh, filter coffee um, yes. chicory is added to coffee beans while uh, grinding Uh, okay, can you tell yeah, us yeah. a little bit about uh, chicory sure sure generally uh, we buy 70 uh, you know coffee and 30 chicory usha in our house because okay. chicory is uh, uh, actually it is added it is a chicory uh, the powder what uh, they add in the coffee is it is a herb actually chicory is a herb plant which is just mm-hmm. used to enhance the aroma and flavor of the coffee and there are few research studies says that it has got a health benefits for the uh, you know body because it's basically okay. a, a root 
the dry root of the chicory plant is dried and it is mixed as a powder to the co uh, coffee powder so okay. uh, nothing uh, still there are a lot of research is expected from the chicory but generally speaking it is not harmful for the body it is a, basically it's a herb so okay to enhance the flavor and the aroma they add it so without any hesitation uh, you can uh, go ahead with adding your uh, your blending uh, chicory and coffee beans uh, right no issue okay okay uh, so this brings us to the end of our today's episode Uh, like always it's been wonderful talking to you and uh, getting to know all this information about a beverage that is uh, favorite among almost everyone uh, thank you anita oh it's a pleasure usha talking to you thank you so much and uh, yeah yeah i, I was thinking all this while we've been drinking coffee every day and uh, we never paid attention to all these uh, details but now thanks to you we are uh, better equipped to make a healthy choice when it comes to drinking coffee and uh, most importantly we will now be able to enjoy our uh, cup of coffee without feeling guilty or anxious uh, because we know that uh, when consumed in moderation coffee is indeed good for health exactly and one more uh, point uh, i have skipped usha just i want to okay. add to the final uh, you know ending of this episode this chlorogenic acid which is uh, i said it's a phenolic compound present in the coffee the uh, they are doing a research on this for the hypoglycemic effect of the postprandial blood sugar in the sense after our food there will be glucose absorption in our system so right they are uh, going through a lot of research this chlorogenic acid will reduce the absorption of glucose in the system so this will okay. be a benefit for the diabetic people postprandial blood sugar to come down but still it is an infancy stage the research is still in the infancy stage but if we get the breakthrough out of this really uh diabetics can have a cup of coffee after their meal so it is okay. still maybe after some time if we get through that research papers out definitely we can uh, you know confirm and uh, tell this uh, research point as a, a verdict right that would be indeed a welcome uh, news to all the diabetics exactly yeah right so uh, on that note this is your host usha signing off Stay connected with us on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn till we meet again. Stay healthy, stay safe and live good. Thank you very much. <laughs>